This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hi, my name is Dr. Lou Diaz, pastor of Butte Bible Fellowship located at 2255 Pillsbury Road in Chico. And I'm providing inspirational teaching for you from God's Word each week. Listen to my weekly radio program, Encouraging Words with Dr. Lou Diaz, at 10 a.m. on Saturday or 10 a.m. on Sunday. If you would like to hear my current message series, you may call Butte Bible Fellowship at 530-892-0521. Heavenly Father, we praise you again. When we think of what you have done for us through your Son, Jesus, that you paid in full for our sin, that his blood was shed so that our sins could be washed away, our sins could be separated from us as far as east is from west. We just marvel at your great mercy and grace. We want to praise you. We want to thank you. We are eternally grateful. We worship you. And we say, glory to God in the highest. Amen. Today's message is entitled, How to Have Peace Throughout This New Year. Wouldn't you like to know that? There is a lot of stress, there's a lot of conflict, there's a lot of worry and anxiety, there's a lot of um, difficulty that we experience and we need God's peace now more than ever. And I'm going to direct you to God's word. I'm going to direct you to the very words of Jesus himself, where he said in John 16, 33, and he said this to the, his disciples then and to us who are his followers now, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. We're going to learn how these words can help us to have peace throughout the year. As I meditated on this verse, I saw three things. That if we're going to have peace throughout the new year, we need to listen to Jesus. That's number one. We need to live in Jesus. And number three, we need to look to Jesus. Let's uh, boil this down here. First of all, we see we need to listen to Jesus. In John 16.33, Jesus said to his disciples, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. Jesus, when he teaches, he's teaching pure and solid truth. He said there are two men. One built his house on the sand, one built his house on the rock. When a big storm, the same storm came down, the man who built his house on the sand, great was the destruction of that house. But the man who built his house on the rock the house was still standing. And Jesus said, so it is with those who hold to my teachings. 
We are to listen to the Lord. When Peter, James, and John saw the great transfiguration of Jesus, where his glory, his divine glory, was restored to him while he was on earth, and he turned brighter than the brightest light. And there was Elijah and Moses talking to him. When Elijah and Moses went away, they heard a word from heaven, from God the Father, listen to my son. There's nothing more important for having peace than to listen to Jesus, to listen to God's word. The more we listen to God's word, the more assurance we have that God is in control, that God is working all things for good in our lives, that God knows what he's doing. We need to trust him. We need to listen to his words. Now, there's a direct application. Did you know that John 16 is part of what's called the upper room discourse? These were the words of farewell of Jesus to his disciples. And it begins in chapter 13 and goes all the way to chapter 16. And Jesus said earlier in John 14, 27, I am leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. If we had listened to Jesus, if we were listening to Jesus in the context of what he's saying in the upper room discourse, we would see that he's promised this gift of his supernatural peace. You can have temporary peace, you can have shallow peace, you can have worldly peace, but it only lasts for a moment. And the second it's challenged by tribulation, it runs away. Jesus says, my peace is not like that. My peace is a deep peace, it's an inner peace, it's a steady peace, it is a constant peace, it is a shoring up peace no matter what you face. Second, we see that we are to live in Jesus. John 16, Jesus said to his disciples, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. Now, let me point out to you that as Christians, you have moved from being in Adam to being in Christ. Before you received Christ, you were part of the human race and you were a descendant of Adam who fell in disobedience to the Lord and because of that, sin entered in the world and to be in Adam is to be lost. To be in Adam is to be under the power and the spell of sin, Satan, and the fear of death. But when you receive Christ, you are transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's beloved Son. You were placed in Christ. And everything that's true of Christ is true of you. You are safe in the hands of Jesus. Now, to be in Christ, as Jesus had been already teaching in the upper room discourse, 
is to abide in Christ. John 15, 4 and 5. And the words here in the New International Version are remain in me, as opposed to abide in Christ. It's remain in me, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You see how many times Jesus said in just these two verses, the secret is keep on remaining in me. Keep on abiding in me. Keep drawing life from me like a branch draws life from a vine. Keep drawing from me life and peace and joy and love. It's one thing to say, I'm a Christian. It's another thing to say, I am growing in a vibrant, intimate relationship with Jesus, and he's becoming more precious to me every day. It's one thing to go through your day and be beat up by the circumstances and troubles that you experience. It's another thing to face that day with Christ as your center, with Christ as your pilot, with Christ as your commander-in-chief. When you walk through your day mindful of Christ, that he abides in you by his Holy Spirit, that's the secret of peace. The secret of peace is the presence of the Lord. When you know the Lord is present with you, you have peace. You have to live in Him. So it is possible for a Christian to forget that they're in a personal, deep relationship with Christ and to go it their own. And when you go it your own, guess what? You realize how weak and how little you have apart from Christ. You can do nothing apart from Christ. So it's important to listen to Jesus, to live in Jesus, and finally, to look to Jesus. Jesus said, In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus told it like it is. In this world, we have tribulation. The word for tribulation is the word for a press that would squeeze the juice out of an olive. It's like stomping on grapes. And if you were a grape, you would feel great stress when that foot came upon you because your skin would burst, your guts would come flying out, and all sorts of juice would be flying everywhere. That's what we're talking about with tribulation. We're talking about stress in a pressure cooker that's ready to explode. In this world, you will have that kind of stress and pressure. You will have those kinds of attacks and troubles and trials, but take heart. 
but have courage. But look up to me, Jesus is saying, because I am your example. I have overcome the world, and through me, you will be able to overcome. Not just overcome, but Romans chapter 8 says, we are more than overcomers through Christ who loved us and gave himself for us. We're more than conquerors through Christ. I saw a grueling competition of running and swimming and biking through, uh, it seems like, uh, a forest with all sorts of hazards. And when the winner won the race, this was on TV, he did a somersault at the end to celebrate. I was flabbergasted. You would think at the end of a race, he would be wiped out and barely dragging and just faint. But no, he did a somersault. He was more than a conqueror. You're going to pass the test of life with flying colors as you fix your eyes upon Jesus. Think about that. In Hebrews chapter uh, 12, it says, And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him... He endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Jesus said, I have overcome the world. He defeated Satan on the cross, destroying the works of the devil. He provided salvation for you and me, that when we trust in him, our sins are forgiven and we receive the gift of eternal life. He's taken away the sting of death by rising from the grave. And he has the keys of Hades. He is victorious. He's king of kings and lord of lords. But he suffered. He suffered like we do. He knew what it was to feel the full extent of temptation and trial, and yet he never caved in. He never quit. He was without sin. He was perfect. Jesus gained the victory for us, and our victory is through faith in him. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. How are you going to make it through this new year and have peace? By fixing your eyes on Jesus. Listen to his word. Live in Christ. Abide in Christ. And look to the Lord, who is the pioneer and the perfecter of your faith. He started your faith, and he's going to finish your faith. He's going to bring you across the finish line. You can guarantee that. He guarantees that. So trust in Him. Now I'm going to get very practical about walking through this new year in peace by bringing to your attention 
the fine shades about peace. The first shade about peace is the peace is peace with God. Romans 5.1. Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The first kind of peace we all need is peace with Christ. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you need to trust in Him. When you trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're no longer at odds with a holy God. You have peace with God. So let me try to illustrate this. Let's say this binder represents my sin, and this represents me. What separates me from a holy God is my sin. When I receive Christ, I say, yes, Jesus, I believe you are my sin bearer. And now, having my sins forgiven, I have access to God. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We are just as if we had never sinned through faith. Do you have that peace with God? A non-Christian said, I don't know what I was searching for, but I felt like the whole time I was holding my breath, waiting for the answer. And when I trusted in Christ, it was like I made a big exhale. <sighs> Finally, I have peace. Our hearts are restless till they find their rest in Christ. The second nuance of peace is the peace of God. There's the peace with God and the peace of God. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We can live with peace every day if we will exchange our worries for God's supernatural peace. Why worry when you can pray? Give God all your concerns. Cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. Some of us want to be Atlas and carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. And others of us realize we're to give that to the Lord. And he gives us a peace that holds us together, keeps us from being ripped apart, our heart and minds going in different directions. Then there's the peace through God. Ephesians 2, 14 to 18. There's peace with God, peace of God, and peace through God with others. Ephesians 2, 14 to 18. For he that is Christ himself is our peace, who has made the two, Jews and Gentiles, one, and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. So Jesus has made it possible for a Jewish person and an Arab person to actually love each other and get along, to be at peace. And that is by trusting in Jesus Christ as Savior, we have the same Spirit who makes us one. There is peace 
that we can have in our relationships through Christ. And taking that one level up in a practical application, we find uh, in chapter 3 of Colossians, verse 15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Now here's a general rule. The peace of Christ is in your heart. When you're in a relationship and things start to fall, the, wa- the wheels start to fall off the wagon of your relationship, listen to the Holy Spirit. Let the peace of Christ umpire your relationship so that you listen to him when he says, foul ball! That wasn't a good thing to say. That's not constructive. That's not edifying. That's not relationship building. That's a relationship buster. Foul ball, strike! You don't want the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, who is the peace of Christ in your heart, to say, don't go there. You want to follow what the Lord has for you. In other words, Listen to the Lord and have peace in your relationships. Next one is um, the shoes of peace. Ephesians 6, 14, 15, part of the full armor of God. We're to have the feet shod with the peace of the gospel. We have peace. We have supernatural peace. It was a given to us by Jesus. We have peace with God. We have the peace of God. We have peace through God. And we're to share the gospel of peace that other people may come to know the Lord. May this new year be a soul-winning year, a year where we tell as many people as possible about Jesus Christ before he returns, that they may be with us in heaven. Amen? And then finally... The Spirit's fruit of peace. Galatians 5, and 23 describe the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Never forget, we have a supernatural peace because Christ by His Spirit indwells us and we're to allow Him to express Himself through us. And part of that is a composure and a calmness, and a trust that gives us supernatural peace. It's spiritual. It's not man-made. It's not your personality. It's not manufactured. I need to surrender to the Lord and rely upon the Lord and let Him shine through me. Lord, I'm beginning to feel anxious right now. I've already prayed, but I still feel anxious. Fill me with your peace by your Holy Spirit. Express your peace to my inner man and calm him down. And the Lord will do that. Praise God that this new year we can have peace all year long by listening to Jesus by living in Jesus, abiding in him, and by looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Let us pray.
Heavenly Father, we praise you, for you have given us the best gift we could ever need in this new year, your supernatural divine peace. Jesus, thank you that your peace is given to us as a gift. It's not like the world. It's, it's solid. It's dependable. It's constant. And we praise you for being our peace, especially with the tribulations we may face this year. May we go through whatever we face, abiding in you, hanging on to you for dear life. And may we experience a supernatural peace and be encouraged that you are our victory and we can be more than overcomers through you, Jesus Christ. We love you and praise you. And we fix our eyes upon Jesus. Amen. Do you need encouragement? I want to share my spiritual gift of encouragement with you. If you would like to hear my current message series, you may call Butte Bible Fellowship at 530-892-0521. Call Butte Bible Fellowship at 530-892-0521 to find out how you can connect with our weekly worship services and faith-building messages from God's Word.